Hello and welcome to this special podcast from Turquoise. I'm Ian Thomas, Managing Director here at Turquoise, and today we're going to hear about terahertz technology, what it is and why it matters. I'm joined by Dr. Don Arnone, co-founder and CEO of TerraView, the first company to commercialize products based on terahertz light. To kick off, uh, could you explain what is terahertz light and what problems does it solve? Uh, terahertz light uses a, a new and commercially unexploited region of the light and radio wave spectrum. Um, the portion of the spectrum that we use is about 50 times higher in frequency than you would find in your mobile phone. And it's about 50 times lower in frequency than you would find in your television remote controller. Traditionally, it's been very difficult to develop bright sources of terahertz light and sensitive detectors. This was done a number of years ago, and uh, the company is focused on exploiting that commercially in different markets. Some of the unique properties of terahertz light are that it passes through many everyday objects, enables you to image inside them and do quality control. It can also be used to identify those objects because many objects have a characteristic terahertz fingerprint uh, that we can measure that allows us to identify materials. You've sold around 150 systems globally, but your main market is in semiconductors and semiconductor packaging. Can you explain why the terahertz technology is so valuable in that application? That application, interestingly, was developed in close conjunction with Intel uh, a number of years ago. Uh, and it's being driven by the fact that uh, many of the trends that we're seeing today, uh, such as Internet of Things, uh, artificial intelligence, the use of big data, a lot of those requires fairly sophisticated chips, much more sophisticated than you would have found in a computer or mobile phone 10 years ago. And one of these sophistications is that uh, devices tend to be integrated together. So a standard chip in your mobile phone today will contain up to 10 devices, whereas previously it contained one. The connections between those devices are very critical in terms of how quickly the device performs uh, and other parameters. Intel identified terahertz as a very unique means of inspecting the connections between those chips. And as that market grows and the need for that grows, along with AI, uh, the use of autonomous vehicles, other sorts of applications that demand those chips, so our business grows. Don, the adoption of 5G um, and now even 6G on the horizon has been a huge driver for the semiconductor industry. How does terahertz play into that? Uh, 5G and 6G are exciting, uh, very exciting opportunities for TerraView and for terahertz as a technology more generally, because as you move uh, to 5G and 6G, the frequencies uh, that are used in the chips and devices uh, increases and it increases into the terahertz range. So that presents an immediate need for equipment such as ours or systems such as ours to actually test materials and test devices that operate at these frequencies. So terahertz is uniquely placed to, in TerraView is uniquely placed as a company to actually take advantage of the 5G, 6G revolution. Your other main market is in uh, automotive. Could you tell us something about the application of terahertz there? It's very similar uh, historically in terms of how it developed to the semiconductor industry. Um, whereas Intel approached us to develop our semiconductor tool, Ford Motor Company approached us uh, a number of years ago to develop a new tool for measuring multi-layer coatings on cars. A typical car will have four to five different paint layers. And in terms of the production efficiency, when uh, manufacturers produce cars, 
watching those various layers of paint dry, uh, heating them up to make them dry in particular takes time. That limits the number of cars they can produce on a production line. What many of our customers are moving towards is something called wet-on-wet -wet technology. And that's where you, when you put those five layers of paint down, you essentially don't wait. Uh, you don't dry them, and you actually move the car through the production plant. That's a more efficient process, but it's also a less well-controlled process. To make sure that you get the quality of finish required on the car, our customers, Ford, Toyota, etc., would like a technology that is non-contact and quick and very rapidly measures the thickness of the paint layers on cars. So um, that is why terahertz was brought in. It has a unique capability amongst all the other technologies out there to perform that accurately and quickly. Tell us a little bit about uh, your motivations for starting the business. I think um, when we started the business, it, it was initially when we were part of the Toshiba Corporation, which was our parent company, it was initially an R&D activity uh, devoted to understanding um, scientific aspects of terahertz light. What we soon discovered, though, once we uh, conquered the sort of generation detection of terahertz light and how we best do that, is that there was surprisingly a lot of interest in using it for some of the business problems that we've uh, mentioned a few moments ago. From uh, the management and the employees' point of view, that sparked an interest in going out into the world, working directly with customers, producing solutions based on terahertz light, and frankly, being the first organization to do that. So we've pioneered a lot of applications over the years, and that's really been the motivation for uh, starting the company and building the companies to continue to do that. TerraView is a very good example of what we as investors call a deep tech company, uh, i.e. one whose technology is based on some fairly fundamental science. Can you explain some of the challenges uh, that you've encountered in bringing this technology to market? I think, uh, as you say, deep tech has a very unique challenge to it, which is associated with timescales. Because of the fundamental nature of the technology, uh, it takes time to actually develop the technology, identify the markets for the technology, and bring it into, uh, uh, bring it into production environments and other environments where customers purchase equipment. I think one of the key lessons is the length of time. And a very good example of that is uh, existing technologies that people will be used to X-ray being a very good example. You run into X-ray everywhere in our everyday lives, airports, hospitals, etc. If you look at the history of X-ray, that took several decades to commercialize. What we've discovered as we've commercialized terahertz is that although we've been able to streamline that process and shorten that process, there is still a route uh, involved with taking the technology through different stages and getting it to market. And doing that quickly is a unique tech challenge of deep tech. TerraView has raised capital from a, a range of investors, uh, venture capitalists, corporates, uh, and individuals. Do you believe that there's enough appetite in, in the financial markets to back a business like yours? I think there is appetite in the market to uh, back a business like ours where we've actually moved the technology from an early stage through to a uh, commercial, valid, commercial validation stage. So for a company such as ours, which has developed products, sold it to customers, and then moved uh, towards volume sales. I think there is funding available from equity sources to promote that activity. For more fundamental uh, technologies at an earlier stage, I think that is increasingly difficult. Governments, uh, corporate, in corporate investors, et cetera, will have to play an increasing role there to bring that technology from uh, an early stage through to a more mature stage where equity funding can uh, support the uh, 
development. You have some high-profile shareholders in the company, for example, Samsung. What's their interest in this technology? I think uh, for our corporate investors, the interest is twofold. Uh, interestingly, in the case of Samsung, they were a major customer of ours, and because they saw the strategic importance of the technology to their business, they became an investor and supporter of the company. We have other corporate investors in the business who see our technology as potentially uh, competitive or at least complementary to the technologies they sell into the market. So taking a step a stake in the business and supporting the business is a, a natural commercial conclusion for themselves. And it may represent an um, opportunity for them in the future to acquire the technology. Uh, as we enter what commentators are calling the fourth industrial revolution, there's a heavy emphasis on the sustainability of new technologies. How does terahertz contribute to that? Um, one, of the, uh, one of the main ways in which uh, terahertz can actually promote sustainability is to actually make production processes for our customers more efficient. An example of that is what we're doing with the automotive industry, where we're actually being used to increase the production efficiency of uh, automotive lines by as much as 25%. So that, that means less energy is used in the production of an automobile, and it also re re reduces the, uh, the toxic emissions associated with the production process. Another example, a specific example, is the work we do with the solar industry. Our technology is actually used in the production of efficient solar cells, and that also promotes sustainability. TerraView uh, operates in markets across the world, including North America, Asia, and Europe. Um, do you feel that there's more appetite for this kind of innovative technology in certain areas of the world versus others? I, I think uh, that's a very good, very good question. What we found over the last several years is uh, the answer to that question has changed. When we started the company, uh, a lot of the drivers were from Europe and the U.S. in terms of adopting innovative technologies. We're still finding that to a degree with some of the applications we have in the automotive industry that is being uh, really promoted by customers in the U.S. However, um, the appetite for the technology overall and the innovations that come with it is really very much Asian-focused these days, with a particular emphasis on the work that we do in Korea and also in China. And that's been a major shift that we've seen over the last several years in the business in terms of appetite for innovative technologies. And I think that is in part because those countries actually see innovative technologies and possessing them, understanding them, as a, a valuable national asset. The company's based in Cambridge here in the UK, um, which is uh, internationally renowned as a centre for academic research and the development and spin-out of technology. How would you rate Cambridge as an environment for a company like yours? For a company like ours, Cambridge is ideal because there's a unique blend of technologists, academics, and a um, a very good environment for starting and funding new businesses. So as a springboard for starting a company, developing a technology, and identifying initial customers, Cambridge is ideal. As our company uh, matures and as our company sells more established product, uh, the ideal place for the company may actually change. But at the moment, in terms of uh, completing the development of our existing markets uh, and also developing some of the new markets, Cambridge is ideal. Don Arnone, thank you very much. You can find more information on TerraView and Turquoise at our website. Thank you for listening.